Hello and welcome to The Daily Poem. I'm Heidi White and today is Friday, June 18th. And today I'm going to read for you a poem by contemporary Irish poet Adrian Rice. The poem is called The Double Crown and this is how it goes. Sometimes I feel like I let you down in the end, old friend, spending time out running around with other best friends. I guess I never learned from the late neglect of my lonely grandmother. Funny. Last word I shared with her over the phone was Jesus. Just in case I'm right, if I let us down in life, I hope you'll accept poetry in the hereafter as poor recompense from the man you mentored who's seen some sense. So take this double crown wreathed at each end and you wear yours and I'll wear mine and let's break bread together across space and time. Me in the here now, you in the there then. This is the final poem or the epilogue in Adrian Rice's sonnet sequence titled The Moongate Sonnets, which he wrote in memory of his friend and neighbor, Billy Montgomery. It's a really lovely sonnet sequence, and I highly recommend you find it and read it in order. It is a chronicle of the friendship that existed between these two neighbors, these men uh, who were self-proclaimed as undemonstrative in their affection, and yet that affection was enduring and strong and quite deep. Uh, and uh, in this particular poem, The Double Crown, we have Adrian Rice's uh, attempt to make peace and to find hope. Uh, in an enduring friendship across the boundary of death. Um, and in the first half of the poem, the first six lines, uh, Rice is struggling through and wrestling through a universal experience of grief, which I think those of us who've been bereaved can really relate to, uh, this sense of regret, the sense that there is something that he should have done more to stay connected to this man, to serve this man in his final days. Uh, and he connects that experience with his neighbor, with his another experience of, of loss in his life with his grandmother. And so he's exploring that thread of regret of, I should have done more. Uh, I should have been more available. Uh, and then the poem takes a turn with one single and very powerful word, a name. I'm sure you caught it. He says, funny, last word I shared with her over the phone was Jesus. And so right away, we know that this is a poem with a, a, a religious contemplation as well. And so in his attempt to make peace with death, he brings in the name of Jesus. Uh, and even for those of, of our listeners who are not religious, you can recognize in the uh, invocation of the name of Jesus, uh, the attempt the universal human attempt to settle the mystery of death. Uh, what does it mean to die? What does that mean for those of us who are left behind? And what does it mean uh, for the person who is gone? Uh, and so in speaking the name of Jesus in the poem, we know that this is a poem with that religious contemplation of the mystery of death. And after that, the poem takes a turn. It says, just in case I'm right, if I let us down in life, I hope you'll accept poetry in the hereafter. Uh, and so one of the gifts that Adrian Rice is giving to his friend is the gift of a poem uh, that carries forward his memory. And, and that becomes very important in the second half of the poem, uh, the idea of, of memory. Um, 
And that memory is a crown. And we arrive then at the title, the double crown. Uh, and what is the double crown? Uh, one of the double crowns is the poem. The poem itself is a crown. You can imagine him offering it to him and placing it on his neighbor's forehead, his friend's forehead. Uh, this crown that honors him and is an attempt to make peace with his death, um, his own regret, and the the strength of the bond they had with each other. So we have the poem. Uh, and the poem is a sonnet, which is significant because a sonnet is one of those poems that has limitations within it. Uh, just as we have human limitations in our relationships, the ultimate and the most final limitation is, of course, death. And this is a poem that accepts that limitation. It's a really lovely sonnet, and it follows all the rules of the sonnet. And yet, even within those limitations, it's reaching beyond the veil. And so, I think this is one of those poems that... Uh, that understands that the form and the content work together uh, in accepting the limitations of writing a sonnet. He also accepts the limitation, even the final limitation of death. And yet through this crown, this poem, he's reaching beyond death and attempting to connect beyond that. Uh, and that's something that a poem does, um, as well as a relationship and a friendship, especially a friendship between life and death. The second kind of crown, he's a double crown. Uh, the first is the poem, and the second is the enduring relationship, the relationship itself that remembers and honors. And we have it in this lovely final two lines. Let's break bread together across space and time, me in the here now and you in the there then. So this is a poem that begins with lament and regret and yet ends with hope uh, and with this eternal reaching. Um, and, and there's a tension between those two things. There's a tension between lament and hope. And yet, as the poem uh, seems to suggest, uh, even in that tension, there is a, a sense also of, of resolve, that those two things belong together, that lament and hope belong in the same relationship. They belong in the loss. They belong in the memory. Uh, they, although they, there's tension, there's also uh, a sense of harmony. Um, and, and, and I think, again, that speaks to the power of a sonnet uh, that has the, uh, the tension of form and freedom, right? And you bring, you can write a sonnet about whatever you want. Um, and you just have to follow the rules um, and accept the limitations of that. Uh, and that is also true. Uh, the poet seems to suggest in a relationship itself uh, that in, in taking a life uh, in affection, um, as in integrating that life into your life, whether it's a friendship or a marriage or parenting or whatever it is, uh, that you accept the limitations. Someday this relationship will end and yet we can make it however we want. We can have that deep affection for each other and, 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 um, and there will be lament as well as hope, not only in this life, but also in the life to come. So this is a poem uh, that that wrestles, I think, with some of the deepest um, paradoxes and tensions of human existence and relationship and love and friendship, uh, and does it in very simple language uh, that is um, accessible and yet also takes us into the heart of the mystery.
Uh, so I'll read it again one more time and then encourage you to please check out Adrian Rice's sonnet sequence, The Moongate Sonnets. Uh, the Double Crown. Sometimes I feel like I let you down in the end, old friend, spending time out running around with other best friends. I guess I never learned from the late neglect of my lonely grandmother. Funny, last word I shared with her over the phone was Jesus. Just in case I'm right, if I let us down in life, I hope you'll accept poetry in the hereafter as poor recompense from the man you mentored who's seen some sense. So take this double crown, wreathed at each end, and you wear yours and I'll wear mine, and let's break bread together across space and time. Me in the here now, you in the there then. This has been The Daily Poem, produced by Goldberry Studios, post-production by Logan Green. I'm Heidi White, and we'll be back again soon with another poem.